Welcome to The Unapologetic Woman. I'm your host, Pyle Berry. With over a decade of a blended experience in clinical psychology and global leadership development, I've dedicated my career and life purpose to empower women to believe I deserve a seat at the table and it's about damn time. But how do you create synergy between who you are and how you lead? On this podcast, we address that inner critic holding you back, release narratives that no longer serve you, and explore how to use your leadership platform to make an impact around diversity, equity, and inclusion. Simply put, I cut out the bullshit. I'm here to share inspiration, practical tips, and have challenging conversations with other badass individuals who are shifting the narrative for all women. So let's stop apologizing for who we are and rise together as the unapologetic woman. Hey friends. So how many boundaries episode have you heard? I know I can't be the first one that is recording an episode about boundaries. So I'm curious to what you're going to hear in this that may be different. And I'm hoping it's going to be different. Well, The thing is that I'm not going to tell you that boundaries are firm and you preserve your energy and that you have to cut people out because that is so restrictive. And when boundaries is something that's new or hard to do, it's something you're not used to, then the more negative we hear, the more firm words we use, the more overwhelming it sounds to try and we continue avoiding it. It just feels so harsh. And when It's someone who's empathic, who's really been a giver. Setting those boundaries can be really, really challenging. And it's probably because you grew up in a way where boundaries were just never set. So instead, I'm going to tell you that boundaries are freeing. It gives you room to breathe. It builds incredible relationships that were previously broken And it builds self-respect and self-worth. You earn respect and can bring yourself so much happiness and joy when you set healthy boundaries. Okay, so how does boundaries do this? So first of all, let's address why setting boundaries sounds so scary. There are a lot of reasons, but the more than likely it's you grew up in an environment that didn't really consider boundaries as important. And now I want to preface this and say that how we grow up culturally can also make an impact in the way we even define the word boundaries, right? Because in one culture, what is appropriate boundaries is considered selfish and rude in another society. So we have to be really careful about how we look at that word, the way that we encourage it or discourage it. But the thing is that when I, you know, speak about boundaries and especially what's happened now with a global environment and everything being so connected is that we respond to what we've grown up with and everything else feels out of place and uncomfortable. So when I speak about boundaries, I like to describe it as a container that is first aligned with you and doesn't leave you feeling resentful, irritated, or frustrated. It doesn't leave you feeling like you've been taken advantage of or exhausted by carrying someone else's energy. And as empaths, we do this a lot. We justify putting ourselves on the back burner because it's important to listen to that friend who's upset or 
making time for the team member who's frustrated and feeling lost, or even canceling plans because we gave so much of ourselves to others that we didn't have time to work on our own responsibilities. How many times, you know, if you have a team member, if you have a client who's really frustrated or stressed out and you feel it, you can, you can literally feel their frustration and you're like, you know what, they're, they're really in a hard place. Let me help them. I want to help them. And how many times, even with friends, you know, you have someone who is venting and upset and, but this is a constant pattern and your thought process is, well, let me just help them. My question is, did they ask you? Did they ask you for help? Did they ask you if you have time to help them? Did they ask you, hey, I know that what I'm going through is a lot and I want to make sure that, you know, before I share this with you, that you have the space to hear me and giving you the permission to say no or say, you know what? Yes, but can we do it later tonight or on the weekend? So as empaths, we really want to be there for everybody and we justify it with like, well, it's okay. Like I really like it. I really enjoy being there for other people. And I'm sure that's true. That's why, you know, I'm a healer. You're a healer. Like that's why we go into the work that we do is because we really want to be there for others. But what happens is that when we justify putting ourselves on the back burner and make it important to listen to everybody else, we really start to feel stunted in our own growth and we're distracting ourselves. So setting boundaries when it's not comfortable for us and because it will, it absolutely will change the dynamic of your relationships. It can create avoidance. It is hard. We don't want to upset anyone. We don't want to change the dynamic. We don't want to set things off because it'll create tension. And so I'll continue to give, justify that my role is to help and be there for everyone else and continue to put myself in this repetitive pattern of exhaustion, burnout, and losing my self-worth, to be honest. And I get it. You're going to say, well, what's wrong with helping others? Isn't that what leaders do? Yeah, it is, but within parameters. Think about it this way. You are someone who loves to help and empower others. That's why you took on a role of a people leader. But think about it this way. Instead of focusing on that one person who sucks your energy because all they want to do is vent and stay in a negative place with little intention of growing or changing, they just really enjoy talking about how everything goes wrong. And imagine using the same energy towards making an impact for a community of new leaders you want to inspire or spending that time nurturing your team who's craving to grow and learn from you in a group container. This all makes a difference because you're helping and you're redirecting your energy towards someone who wants it and who will appreciate it and grow from it. So it's what I say is that when there is a taker, when there is somebody who just wants to vent, who just wants to stay in that place of negativity and you're catering to them, they are in an energy field where their goal is to just take from you and they will not stop taking because they didn't learn boundaries. And so as a giver and someone who is used to helping others and going into that space, you're going to continue giving to them, but they're not going to respect your boundaries because they know that they can take advantage. But imagine then instead of spending time with that person who is sucking your energy out and not respecting your boundaries, you're helping an entire community or you are supporting a cause or you are 
you know, developing relationships with individuals that are truly there to learn from you and they respect your boundaries. It changes the way the dynamics work. And yes, sometimes when you set boundaries and you start to respect your time and you say to people like, Hey, I'll, I'll be there for you, but you know, I've got two to 4 PM open for office hours. Let's talk then. It will send a little bit of a shake because any kind of change is going to require an adjustment for both people. Now, I will also say that if that person is not willing to accept that change and they make you feel guilty for that change, then they probably should not be around in your life or at a you know significant distance at least. And that's where whenever you're starting to feel that guilt of, oh, I feel bad, ask yourself, well, who's making me feel bad? Where is this coming from? Is this something that I want? Is this something that I'm, I'm also having a hard time accepting because it's just so different? The thing is that in the version of helping the person who's in this like negative space and just continues to vent, you're trying to be a savior for someone who doesn't want to be saved. And all it does is put you in the cycle of believing that your role is to save them. And it's your responsibility, taking the responsibility off of them and enabling this energy that you're there for them to vent and suck your energy out. And when people don't respect your time, it's because you told them it's okay to take your time from you. So boundaries is a self-respect measure. It's a container around your time, your mental energy and your emotional energy. And I know this intimately because I lacked boundaries for a very long time. I was a people pleaser. I gave away all my power and I wanted everyone else to be happy and know that I was there for them. I would drop everything. And honestly, it costed me a lot. It costed me my sleep, my health, my relationships, and even my confidence in work because I was dropping my responsibilities that, okay, I'll be there for them. And then I was staying up till 4am to finish my work, losing my sleep, already having health issues and making that worse, or my quality of my work would go down. I would feel really guilty. I would feel under pressure constantly. I'm procrastinating all of that because I put someone else first, but then everyone I noticed was actually really good about theirs where when I needed support, it was like, well, yeah, you know, I, I'm really busy right now, but let's talk about it later. And I'm like, huh, wait a second. Why am I not doing that? So how do we find out what it is that we need? And, you know, it's this incessant need to have others like us so that we give away our power and think that that's what's going to do it. Instead, they take us for granted and we feel used. And other times it's not even realizing that we have a lack of boundaries because we're so used to being in the cycle of giving that we don't realize how it's affecting us. We think we're so good and such healers and kind souls for being there for everyone. It's what we learn at home, right? So never speak up against any guest. When we grow up in cultures that are collective, there's a priority of community over me. If you put your needs first, it describes as selfish. If you want to separate from the cultural norm, it's considered rude. So how do we even find out what it is that we need to do to set those boundaries? Do you quickly say yes to something, but then immediately regret it? Do you get tense when you have to say no and feel guilty about it? Does a situation exhaust you, but you don't know how to change it because you don't want to hurt their feelings? 
that is when you know that this isn't working for me and it's time to change. Now, like I mentioned, creating boundaries can be really scary and it brings up emotion that is challenging because it's asking us to shift the way that we function. It's breaking a belief about ourselves that we've lived by in our brain and body says, what are you doing? This isn't anything I'm used to. And the first time you might panic, especially when it comes to saying no, you know, you say like, all right, I'm going to set my boundaries. I'm going to protect my energy. I'm going to set healthier relationships. And the first time someone asks you to do something, it's like you feel anxiety, you feel a pit in your stomach, your heart's beating fast. And you're like, okay, yeah, sure. And then you're like, damn it. Why did I say that? So the first time is really difficult. And that's where, you know, I say that when we are taught to cater to the needs of others, then saying yes to ourselves can be scary. But we've been saying yes to everybody else. Why not say yes to us? So the one thing I say is choose one thing at a time. You know, work with something easy. Maybe it's first setting a boundary around how you preserve your mornings. For example, my Mondays and my Fridays are mine. I don't schedule any clients. I don't schedule calls, nothing. It's my time to catch up on work, strategize or use creatively, and it's undisturbed writing. So choose something easy for yourself that you're like, you know what? I can, I can do that. Maybe it's sleeping at 10 PM instead of 1 AM. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to try to sleep at 10 PM and I'm going to put my phone on sleep mode so that text messages or phone calls don't wake me up and I don't continue to check my phone. So when we do that, it's small wins that show us. And even those subtle small wins of changing the way that we sleep or giving ourselves an hour a day that's blocked just for us and we don't pick up any phone calls no matter what, maybe put it on silent, put it away if it's hard at first, and you start to feel the benefits of that, that's what's going to make it easier and a little bit more confident for you to take that next step and be like, okay, now how do I set a step externally? So the thing is that sometimes we try to do it all and, or we try to take a bigger measure on boundaries. But if we start with that one small thing, it can make a really big difference and impact. And that's where I think people don't put enough weight on the smaller, subtle shifts because the small, subtle changes that we make can really make a difference. So there's about, you know, seven things that I will mention that you can do to help yourself. One is let your feelings lead you. Be present with whatever it is that's coming up and identify with awareness. Check it within your body. So anger, for example, is often a sign that your boundaries are getting crossed. We physically and emotionally feel when things are not right and let that guide you. You know, ask yourself, okay, I'm feeling upset. I'm feeling angry. Where is it coming up in my body? Why am I feeling this way? What's happening? Oh, okay. That's what it is. Then embrace the discomfort. You know, boundary setting can be really challenging, like I said, and whether it's hard for people affected or difficult for you, embrace the discomfort. It's the only way to grow, right? You're, when you're a kid and you're losing your teeth and the new teeth are coming in, it's, it's uncomfortable. When you're growing up, you know, it, there's changes are happening. It's uncomfortable. When we've gone through a difficult time and we have to grow from that, it's uncomfortable. Uncomfort and discomfort is what helps us grow. And so the more you practice it, the easier it gets. So you're not going to get boundary setting on the first try. 
but maybe on the third, fifth, tenth, and it'll get easier and easier. And let the right people support you. You know, there are going to be people in your life who are going to support you and trust your choices and let them know that, hey guys, I'm really trying to work on setting healthier boundaries for me because I'm really feeling exhausted and I'm really tired. And it's been really affecting the way my work performance is. And I'm not even able to be there for my team. So I need you to support me. And these are the things that I'm trying to do. So can you hold me accountable? And trust the right people, the people that you know that are not going to shame you, they're not going to take advantage of it, that they're really going to be like, okay, yeah, we got your back. And reframe your fear of hurting others. The thing is that setting boundaries can sometimes feel like, oh, I'm going to hurt this person and that's why I can't say no to them. So it's important to reframe the situation into an act of love for yourself and for them. Let them know why you're doing it and it's the best for both of you. And if they don't get it, that's not your problem. So something that you could say to them is, hey, you know what? I really need to take some time for myself because I notice when we talk, we talk for hours and then I don't get some work done. And I really want to get my work done first before we get on the phone. So that right there is letting them know that I really want this because then, you know, if you say to them, I will be a lot more present when I'm talking to you and I won't be distracted because of all these other things going on. When you're in a leadership position and you want to be there for your team and you have these one-on-one calls, maybe you set your one-on-one calls for the afternoon, you know, from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. so that you have your morning to you to get things done. And that way, if something comes up in that one-on-one, you're not going to feel stressed out about, great, now I have so much other work to do and what's coming up here and then I'm going to deal with these emotions. So it's reframing your fear of hurting others into a positive. And it's okay to honor that setting boundaries is going to mean loss. It may mean that, you know, there are going to be feelings that come up. There's going to be relationships that are going to shift and it's going to be hard, but then you're going to move on from that and give yourself a huge celebration and permission because working through this is not easy. So write yourself an affirmation, write yourself, you know, a positive note. When you notice that you're starting to shift and things are working in a way that you're really happy with, celebrate it, give yourself a reward, you know, be compassionate with yourself. The thing is that setting boundaries is a lifelong journey because when you're a giver and you've learned to be a giver, like I am. It's really hard and it's constantly testing you because there's going to be people that are going to be coming in. There will be situations that are going to come in and the stronger and the more we practice setting boundaries, just like going to the gym, eating healthy, sleeping on time, all of that, it's going to make a shift and there will always be moments where someone may come in, a new client may come in, a new team member may come in that's setting and testing those boundaries. But the thing is that the more aware you become of it and the more you're able to catch it, ah, I see this person is trying to take over more of my time, the more I can train them to be like, nope, I'm working from, you know, office hours two to four, office hours two to four, office hours two to four. They're going to finally get it and be like, okay, she's not going to respond to me unless I go to office hours from two to four. And it's as simple as that. So forgive yourself when you slip back because it is a lifelong journey and it's not always going to be easy. And know that to be in a relationship with another person 
is the most vulnerable act that we can do. So the more that we trust ourselves and the more that we give ourselves permission to show up the way that we want to, to engage with who we want to, the healthier and the more easier it is going to be to move through life, to accomplish the goals that you want to celebrate all of that, to have the relationships in your life that are healthy and they're actually beneficial to you as much as it is to them and mutually satisfying. So guys, I'm here not telling you that you have to be firm and you have to be strict and you have to kick people out of your life. But what I'm telling you is that you have to be compassionate, you have to be kind, and you have to care about yourself. And you can show up for everyone once you've taken care of yourself. And the way to do that is by setting boundaries or by setting little affirmations or rituals, if you want to call them, for yourself that help you maintain your energy, fuel your energy so that you can be present with the other person, so that you can give what you want to give and you're not giving what they're asking you to take. So with that, friends, try it out. Let me know what you think. I'm always open to hearing your feedback. Message me on Instagram at pileberry.com or pileberry, sorry. And let me know because I really have worked hard on boundary setting for myself and it has not been easy. So I can tell you that the more you nurture yourself and the more you care for yourself, the easier it will get, but give yourself permission to fail too. Thanks for listening to The Unapologetic Woman. If you like what you heard today, then please subscribe so you'll get real-time updates when I post a new episode. And if you really believe that others should be hearing this, then leave a rating or review this episode so others can find it too. And if there's something you'd really love for me to cover or highlight, then head over to my Instagram account at Pileberry. DM me to let me know. I'm all ears. If you want free resources, practical tips, and inspirational stories that I share with my clients, visit pileberry.com and subscribe to my newsletter. You'll get them all. Until then, take a moment to celebrate your journey, reflect, and be ready to embrace your next epiphany.